Welcome back to Season 3 of Getting Into Good Trouble, where trouble goes, we follow. Each week, we find a global conflict and dig deeper in order to gain empathy. Eden, why don't you tell us what's happening this week? In an earlier podcast of Getting Into Good Trouble, you may have heard about the protests happening in Afghanistan regarding the Taliban. The protests started on August 17, 2021, after the U.S. troops left Afghanistan. While the U.S. troops were there, they helped source food, work, shelter, and more. But once they left, families were left devastated due to the lack of sustainability. Many people had to go to displacement camps after losing jobs. While this situation is bad on its own, it's not the only leading factor to these protests. Women are beginning to protest due to their lack of rights. The Taliban has placed many rules on women, restricting them in many ways. Hey, Colin and Aiden, can you give us more insight into the history of the Taliban? So I would like to speak on the history of the Taliban because I feel like it is not very known across the world. Um, Yeah, the Taliban emerged in 1994 after the Soviet Union left Afghanistan and stopped trying to uh, industrialize it. Uh, The Taliban in the Spato language means the students. Um, and I think it's interesting to look at it th- from another language, and that shows us what like they think of themselves. And yeah, the Taliban think they bridge the gap between Islamic law and the law that the people want. They think that they bring order and peace. Um, it's also known as uh, Sharia law, and that is the law where you hear those um, harsh things happening, like the public executions and people getting their heads and hands cut off. Um, The leadership in the Taliban, I would like to touch up on that because I feel like it's it's interesting and it's very foreign to me. Um, So they have a head called the Amir al-Munin. He has control over everything. He can say he has say over everything and he can veto anything. Then there are three deputies that are all in charge of different military needs and I think it's interesting that the military comes first before other um, basic needs that a country needs to run. And then after the military, there are 17 other heads in charge of different things in the government, such as economic, religious, uh, political, um, the loss, things like that. And touching up on what Aiden said, so the Taliban believe that they're doing the right thing by just having like a lawless sort of society. Um, they grew up in the popularity of executions um, and then also suicide bombings, which is different from Muslim culture. This is their own sort of like yeah, the public executions. They think that's OK. They think that the suicide bombing is OK. And then also what happened during 9-11, that that's all good. Yeah. Sophia, do you know what's going on inside the protests? Yes, so like we previously mentioned, women are protesting their rights to work and to have a part in the new government. They are saying how the Taliban is lying to the world about their commitments, and they feel that the only way to express their feelings is through protest. So originally, in order to protest, you need permission from the Taliban. So you can assume that the Taliban is retaliating by using live ammunition, batons, and whips. Women are saying that they are still not backing down, even though the Taliban are putting in these orders. Um, 
And the Taliban fighters have been beating peaceful protesters and firing shots into the sky to break up the protests. And they have been using other ways to slow down the protests, such as communicating to the telecommunication companies to switch off the internet on mobile phones in certain areas. And they are starting to do house-to-house search operations. And women activists claim that they are being hunted down by the Taliban. And a 29-year-old woman activist was shot and killed in northern Afghanistan. It has not been confirmed that it was, a, it was because of the Taliban, but it was the first activist killed since the Taliban took over. So, hey, AC and Liana, do you have any more information on the Taliban protests? Hi, AC. Um, so what are some of the things that the Taliban has restricted women from doing? Well, women were banned from playing a lot of sports, going to school, and work. So, are you saying that the Taliban has negatively impacted the lives of Afghan women? Yeah, definitely. Women activists claim they are being hunted down by the Taliban. One woman tells a news reporter that she doesn't have the choice of what to wear each day. Lots of women fear that their loved ones could be tracked down and killed because of their work, especially women judges. Why do you say women judges? What's so dangerous about their job compared to others? Well, a female Afghan judge, who we'll call Nabila, says that she would grant divorces to women whose husbands were jailed for abuse, and the men would threaten to kill her after they served their time. And when the Taliban took over, they set free a ton of prisoners who Nabila actually sentenced. She said that within days, she was receiving death threats from former prisoners. Whoa. Uh, So what did Nabila do about it? Well, Nabila had to leave her house and go into hiding while she looked for a way for her husband and three kids to get out of Afghanistan. Nabila said by phone from a safe house, I lost my job and now I can't even go outside or do anything freely because I fear these freed prisoners. Uh, Do you have anything else to tell me about these women judges? Well, Taliban officials have recovered these women's personal information from court records records and several former judges have had their bank accounts frozen. The International Association of Women Judges said that more than 200 female judges remain in hiding in Afghanistan, and many of them have been threatened and are in danger. Wow, so things are definitely not looking good for the Afghan women. No, they're not. Nabila said a dark future is awaiting everyone in Afghanistan, especially female judges. Uh, Sophia, do you want to tell us what the punishments are from protesting? So far, the punishment for protesting has been firing into the air and ripping up their posters and beating women. Callum, do you have any more information on this? I spoke to a resident in Kabul where everything is going on. Here is what she had to say. People were, you know, already affected by civil war, and then they took over the country in 20 years ago. The our people were not that much educated. The Afghanistan was already destroyed. So in 20 years, Afghanistan developed a lot, and people changed a lot, especially in science and technology. So now, since they have come, uh, took, uh, took over Afghanistan, they have noticed that everything has changed. People, uh, people's mindset has changed. People, uh, 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 people have improved a lot. So of course, now they cannot force people to do what they want. In this clip, she says how they were there for 20 years. They've had the country, or they've taken over the country 20 years ago, but they're just starting to make a big change on the laws and how they want to rule it. And 
and I'm sure that in future, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. Uh, as I live in here, um, I'm a teacher, and that's my job to support positivity. And because I don't want to leave my country for now, uh, I feel safe for now. I have never felt any disrespect from any Taliban when I'm leaving home to school. On so I see many Taliban on the way. They're taking the cars, and whenever they notice the women are sitting in the car, they even don't look at us because it, it shows the respect. Not like oh, she's a woman. I'm not looking at at, at, at them. But they're showing respect that okay, they're women. We don't want to take their car, so we are free to go anywhere. For now, I I because I don't feel insecure outside, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic that in future uh, maybe uh, our, our our people will see a real peace, and I hope that, that we will see positive changes in our country. Thank you so much for giving us the chance to interview you. We really appreciate it. So, if you're interested in listening to more of our podcasts, ask your smart speaker to play the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast. I'm Eden. I'm AC. I'm Sophia. I'm Callum. I'm Colin. I'm Aiden. And I'm Liana. Peace out. Peace out.